the Banowitz Podcast. Welcome back to the Banowitz Marketing Podcast. We're glad you're here. We have two special guests with us today, and I'm super excited to have them here. Welcome, Chris and Kelsey. How are you? Good. So this is Chris and Kelsey Olson with Bev the Barbarian. So tell us a little bit about, uh, before we get into the company, tell us a little bit about yourselves personally. Um, you guys are married. Correct. How long have you been married for? Oh, Our anniversary is like next now. week. Yeah. Six, six years. Six years. Six year? yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> and do you have any kids? Three. Three. Yep. Boys, girls. Two girls and a boy. Nice. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Well, you guys have an exciting household then. Very busy. Life is busy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you do for your company because it's super unique and super exciting. So we are a mobile bar business and we do corporate events markets, weddings, anything that would require a bar. We just pull up in our camper that we flipped into a bar and serve alcohol. Okay, this is really unique. Mm -hmm. How did you guys come up with this idea? Honestly, we just kind of fell into it. I bought a camper off of Craigslist for $100. Didn't really know what we were gonna do with it. Thought about camping. We're not really a camping family. Then we were like, hey, let's just put a bar in our backyard flipped it into a bar and then we were like hmm, we could probably rent this out for weddings kind of looked into the liquor laws and it just kind of snowballed from there very cool and that yeah. was what five years ago um four yeah, four years ago four, so yeah. you were just you were fairly newly married at that point too yeah yep. newly married but yeah. yeah yeah she had this crazy idea and i looked at it i was like i don't see it but let's do it and it turned out awesome yeah. so. now your instagram account is cute because this isn't just a regular camper it's like tell us a little bit about the camper that you started with it's a 58 1958 comet, 1958 yeah. comet so it's like a canned ham i guess is what they call okay. it and it was falling apart when yeah, we bought it like it was... i pulled up with it and he's like what did you buy but um <laughs> yeah but now it it's completely fixed and so who did most of the re renovations it's funny because kelsey does all like the building and like i had to gut it because it was disgusting and she wouldn't go in there but once that was done she does all all of that and i actually manage our, our social media so it's yeah. kind oh, of a, okay. it's a weird yeah it's like, it's like kind of an opposite of yeah, stereotypical we get that a lot like yeah. oh very cool this must have been a lot of work i was like eh, well, i don't know <laughs> i went very to home cool. depot a lot but yeah so are you primarily using instagram or are you what, yeah. what else are you using mostly instagram we do sort of do facebook but instagram is kind of where most of our social media is and we get inquiries sometimes from like wedding things that we're not even registered like the knot and stuff like that where it's just like our name gets out there and somebody adds it on there and so that's pretty cool that's very cool honey yeah. books i know we've got some inquiries from there very cool um okay so do you still have the original camper and is that the only one you have now or do you have another one or so we still have bev the original but we did buy another one this last fall so we're currently working on our second camper okay yeah and then do you have like a an indoor mobile bar you have like additional rental pieces right <laughs> um we do have an indoor bar that we do rent out occasionally okay but, but mostly, mostly the campers bad. yeah so most weddings will want you know most if it's a larger wedding they want two bars going at once so we'll have one indoor and then ours outside so we okay. kind of built that it's it's like eight screws to put it together and so it's cool looking but okay yeah. Very cool. So when, when a company rents out your services, tell me what exactly the process is and what happens on the day of. Ooh, so it depends on how they rent us out. We can be rented out multiple ways, either as a bartending service, so the alcohol is provided by the company, or and then we just serve it, so like okay. open bar, 
or we can get a liquor license and do a cash bar. So it, it kind of just depends on which route they go. If they choose to provide the alcohol the day of, we pull up with Bev, load up the bar, and just start serving. And you provide the bartenders, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Bartenders and then all like equipment, ice things like that what kind of things do you guys hear or the companies hear as a result of being there um it yeah, like people, are they super yeah. excited yeah and- they love it i mean it, we pair really well with like food trucks too so that's nice to kind of have that you know as, as an option and, and people are like what this is a bar this is crazy you know so it's it's been really really awesome to see people's reactions well i saw on your website that you guys can even do indoor events too if they have yeah. the the doorway to mm-hmm. be able to pull in yep mm-hmm. yep Wow. We do um, like celebration farms in Iowa City. We fit inside of their big round bar barn. So we do a lot. Yeah, we bought a hand there. cart, which yeah. was like a complete game changer. That was like year two. We're like, we can't back into these places. So we bought like a little pull cart, which has been awesome. So we can get it in about any location. So who uh, who is your target audience with this business? Like who is it, who is it that you are, are you mainly focusing on weddings or corporations like corporate events or parties or what is it, what is your what is your target demographic? Well, the nice thing is we kind of cater to everybody as long as you're <laughs> over 21, but I think mostly we prefer to do cash bars like at markets or corporate events. Um, but we do still do weddings and that's why we're flipping the second one just so we can be double booked because a lot of times we'll get a wedding at the same day as a market. So now we can kind of be in two Oh, so like farmer's once. markets and things like well, that? We can't do a farm. Well, we could, but it would be pricey and the legalities of that are kind of, you have to have like a, um, fenced off area that you serve in. Okay. So if we did a farmer's market, we'd have to like fence off a specific area and then make sure people weren't taking booze beyond oh, that point. That makes sense, yeah. So it's not really something we want to do, but um, like vintage markets. Okay. So we do a couple of those and um, I mean, festivals, we like, would even be yeah, willing. Yeah, craft shows. I mean, anything that has like food trucks or music, we're usually pretty good about that. We do a lot of like grand openings for small businesses too, which has that's been awesome. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good idea. Okay, so what is one of the biggest wins that you've had, I'd say, in the past year? Yeah, I think outside of our like expansion and growing, I think just adding more markets every year. Every year we've added about three new markets year over year, which has been awesome. So, And you know, you always meet people there. That's that's a diverse group of ages. And all of a sudden we're getting inquiries from weddings saying, hey, I, was, I saw you at this vintage fair, etc. So to me, that's that's been awesome. Do you... Ha- and- I want to ask what sets you apart from your competitors, but you probably don't have very many competitors besides just um, venues doing, you know, the bar service themselves. But this is so unique that you stand out in just in that, right? Yeah, we haven't. I mean, there's a couple that are popping up now, but we don't really have much in yeah, form I, of competition. We got in the market at the right time. I mean, we we got we started doing this before the camper craze went in full effect, right? Well, so, and yeah, you're definitely piggybacking off of the camper yeah. craze, yeah. which it's different, but it's still the same. I mean, it's similar enough that... Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just the relationships. We've done it now for four years. We've done the same markets. We've added markets. It's a really good word of mouth. We have great reviews. So from a competition level, it's more of a, hey, we're booked this weekend. Can you guys take this? That type of deal. So it's almost like a referral from us to some of our competition. Well, I think that I, um, I think that you 
just the the business model itself is so unique that you stand out in and of itself. Um, but um, is there anything that I'm missing that um, makes you guys extra unique too on top of just the fact that the whole business model itself is unique? Um, like in the way that uh, anything that you commonly hear from people when you show up that... Well, I think that people are just like surprised that we actually run it. Like if okay. they book with us, that we don't send, you know, like other people employees yeah, to, to it. run it. I mean, yeah. one of us is always there. So I think in that way, it's yeah. unique. Well, and you definitely have that level of extra attention and care yeah. mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Then it's done right in the way that we tell them it's going to be. And we did the flip ourselves too, right? So it's like not only did we build this we actually work it too so i think that kind of sets us apart and people are like you guys did all this this is super cute you know and it's it's awesome well and this is such a great model role model for your kids that they're seeing you guys a bar <laughs> well i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bar but it's still it's super creative and it's yeah. i'm guessing that not many many people leave like drunk from yeah. it or no. anything more yeah. it's a social gathering type of situation yeah. and i I mean, I was raised in an entrepreneuring home, and I just I really appreciated that. So to have your to see your have your kids see you guys working together on this and to build it from scratch, come up with the idea, build it with, from scratch, and such a unique and creative thing. I mean, that's got to be a great example for them. Yeah, hope so. Yeah, <laughs> or, or else it's going to be like, huh, we don't want to spend that much time on things. So. <laughs> and they're smart too, right? So they don't, you know, like our oldest babysits for us, and she doesn't ask for twenty bucks; she asks for a percentage of our of our sales. <laughs> You know, so she's very strategic nice. and you know, she knows how to position it. So. Nice. Yeah. That's... We told her like this is your college fund someday. So like that's yeah. uh, hey, my parents said the same thing about warehouse auto. That was <laughs> my college fund. So um Okay, so the um, the people who are watching Banowitz Marketing um, tend to be business owners themselves. So what piece of advice would you give a fellow business owner? Something you wish you would have known at the beginning that might help other people. Yes, you're looking at me like answer this. Yeah, um, I, don't. I think just consistency. You know, having a presence on on social media has been huge. You know, we'll go out and we'll go out to eat or grab drinks somewhere, and people are like, "Oh, that's you guys." We didn't know. You know, so it's like kind of a nice, you know, forming of relationships and, um, you know, just consistency and and just putting your message out there, not being afraid to expand. You know, this is Kelsey's idea, but when it started to get really big, she was like, oh man, I didn't want this, you know? And I was like, no, this is really good. Like, let's let's figure out a way to make this expansion happen. So I think just having the confidence to, to grow with the business too. That's a great point. So can you touch more about what you were feeling with that? Because I understand that. Um, I've said that to my husband too. I did not, and I've said it to Jen's behind the camera and I said, I have not expected the stress level yeah. from something growing faster and bigger than you thought it was right. going to grow is incredibly difficult. Can you expand on your feelings about that? Well, when I, when we started this, it was like, uh, we'll just do this here and there for weddings, extra income, you know, but it kind of like snowballed and it's just getting bigger and bigger. Now we have to like take on more staff and get a second one. And I think, you know, when you do something, this was supposed to be for fun and just like here and there, but now it's like work. (laughs) So it took something fun and now it's work and trying to find a balance between those two where it's still fun yeah. but also like making money is, is hard well and the responsibility too like yes. taking on staff yes. and yeah. having payroll yep. and yep. um and yeah making money making sure that what you do is profitable mm-hmm. and not and trying to figure out how to do that all legally is also exactly a whole yeah thing. well having a family too and yeah. trying to balance 
you know, your career mm-hmm. and your family. And yeah, they got really good at counting money, though. They're they're like going to be expert tellers someday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're going to be like hired instantly. <laughs> well, and um, I know that in my family, too, growing up, there was a lot of responsibility that felt like I do feel like Warehouse Auto kind of was built on our shoulders mm-hmm. a little bit. I was the oldest of three kids. And um, but then it taught me responsibility and stuff. And I grew up in Solon, which is very much entrepreneurship mm-hmm. or farming families. Yep. And so I was around peers that were similar in that we grew up in that atmosphere and I'm really appreciative of it um, I really feel like it needs to be farming sports or business yep. that those th- though maybe there's something else too but those three <laughs> things really teach children a lot of responsibility and help prepare them well for adulthood mm-hmm. yep. so <laughs> yes. but now Kelsey's like oh we're not doing this event because the margins aren't off and I'm like this is awesome you know like <laughs> she's went from this like super creative person to like this business like crunching numbers and yeah it's it's great great job kelsey yeah thanks (laughs) (laughs) i've had to do the same thing because i'm a creative too and balancing that like administrative financial part Mm -hmm. with the um with the creative is um it's been a growing experience but even this morning i was thinking man i really have grown a lot in Mm -hmm. the last few years and it's it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's, it's crazy. We have like our own like fan group like at markets like they they come to see us. Oh, I bet. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty, that doesn't it's surprise neat. me at all. Yeah. Everyone listening needs to check out their Instagram profile. Um, uh, yeah. So they do great. Jen is the one that booked you guys to come on the podcast. And she was telling me this week, she's like, you got to check them out. You got to uh, check them out. And your website looks great, too. Oh, and thanks. explains things. Because I did have a question. Like right away, I was like, well, what what about the liquor license? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you address it several times on your website. Yeah. and. And we so still get asked all the time. Wait, so you don't provide alcohol? Like, no. Well, I was wondering because I assumed that you did, and then I was yeah. wondering how do you get a traveling liquor yep. license and then your website address yep. that that yep. that you'll get it if you need it and and stuff like that. And you were even telling us before we started rolling that. Um, so, what is the process to get a liquor license if a company needs one? So, well, if we are working for the company, we'll take care of that for okay. them because okay. it's kind of. A mess. It can be. Yeah. Yes. But now we kind of have it down. But you have to have a dram dram shop insurance. What you, else? you have uh, to provide like three types of insurances, and then the city or county has to go in and approve it. So if it's a smaller town, they have to have a board meeting, um, and then it has to be approved through the ABD, and then they come back to the county and need some sketches. It's it's, it's difficult, but now we've done it. Like I said, this is our fourth year, so okay. they kind of know us now, and they're like, oh, the same event as last year. They, yeah, so you it's simplified. But and... So the corporation or whoever's running the event will just need to provide something that says we can serve alcohol on their property, and then usually they'll ask for a sketch of the area that we're going to be serving in. But and we do all the work. We just need that do the rest. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. You make it super easy on yeah. busy businesses. Yes. So. At first, it was like sit down with a bottle of vodka, and then it's going to be a long day trying to get this approved. But now yeah. now they know us, now, so that's good. Now we're on a first name basis yeah. with the ABD, and they're on our Christmas card list. So we're buds. Very cool. We're buds. <laughs> we're buds. Very cool. Very cool. Well, before we leave, um, the last thing I like to do with our podcast is see if you guys have any um, pain points in your marketing um, or or any questions that you may have that I could help answer? Um, I mean, we, we predominantly just use the, the Instagram. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot that's out there. I mean, I guess that's predominantly what we use, some Facebook, but for the most part, just that. I guess, what else are we missing? Or what well, else and there? I think that um, one, of the, one of the questions, one of the things that we really care about here at Bandwitz Marketing is branding. And I think mm-hmm. one reason I could see your success, besides the fact that you're in the entertainment industry, essentially, is that... Um, 
uh, your branding is really strong. And Thank I think that, I mean, your Instagram profile is very, like, you know what to expect when you're looking through those images. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a great Instagram ap- account and your website is great and all of it. And then the the product itself is super adorable. And I think all that branding has probably been, and just your personalities too and your work ethic has sure. what's probably helped you guys grow a lot. Yeah, we just did a rebrand uh, last year. Uh, we worked with a gal in town, Prince by Lowe's, her name, and she put it, put together an image on my shirt here. And we kind of went through cool. that and did all, redid all of our stuff. So it was kind of like, okay, this is year four. Let's get really serious about this and make sure that it is appealing and people know what it is. So yeah. thank you for that because we yeah. put a lot of work into that. Yeah, very cool. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome that you guys have focused on your branding because that is really important and it helps people take you seriously that it's not just a fly-by-night business, but it's something that's here and here to stay and everything like that. So... We did like a behind the scenes too. That was kind of cool on Instagram. Like we showed them like, you know, cause it's all glam on there, but like what actually happens at some of the events, <laughs> you know, like one time it, it flew off and you know, so we had pictures of that just to kind of show like, Hey, we're normal people too. So we got a lot of good reviews off of that and people were like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? Well, so. and your Instagram profile is mostly about the product and the, the, the products in there. Like you'll show like pictures of beverages and then also the camper and everything, but you're not showing very much of the two of you, right? No. No. Have you thought about doing more of that so that people feel like they get to know you a little more? Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, kind of. we went to a, so they had a mobile bar conference in Tennessee. Um, so we went to that. It was the first one ever. It was pretty cool. Um, and they had a, a branding lady there. She was saying, you know, it's kind of to, to get to know the people. But I think we do a lot of like for weddings, we meet the couple. Like we, we go out and talk to them. So, when we can. Yeah. Mostly. So I think they know us by the time we're there. So, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We don't want to become the brand either. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to separate the two, but... Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um, Over a year ago when we talked about starting a podcast, um, it was originally a... um, I did a podcast with another marketing lady named Sarah, so we called it the Sarah Squared Podcast. And then um, she's a freelancer and got really busy, so she had a hard time continuing to do it. So we started a second podcast, which is this podcast with my team, um, which is the Bandwitz Marketing Podcast. But I will say that um, in, I think it was like November of 2018, uh, November, December, when Sarah and I were talking about starting our own podcast, which essentially puts you in front of the business. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was scary. Um, like we were in this office and she goes, let's do it. And I excused myself and I'm an extrovert. I am out, <laughs> like, I love talking to people, but, and, but I'm not about like being on social media a lot. And I excused myself and went to the restroom and just like took a deep breath and was like, well, I told you earlier before we started recording that I struggle with anxiety, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> because I could just imagine all of the negative comments and everything like that, too, and there's a lot of bullying that happens mm-hmm. online, and I know as a marketing person the importance of personal branding, but to actually put yourself out there and do it, um, but I will say it has been really good, and the way our culture is going, um, people are trusting people. I mean, you're... Sure. I think part of it that the name Bev, like I, I was confused when I yeah. thought, I was like, Kelsey Olsen, I thought we were having Bev come in and, and Jen was like, no, Kelsey is, it's Bev for beverage yeah. instead of Beverly. Um, but that's probably working in your favor too, that it kind of is like a personal yeah. brand and that the Bev stands for beverage, but it kind of seems like it stands for Beverly. Yeah. And- well, actually when we bought the camper, everyone said, when you buy a canned ham, you have to name it because that's what they did oh, in the 50s. Okay. And 
when we were dating, every time we would go to Starbucks or anywhere coffee, they'd say, what's your name? He would say, Bev. And so when we bought it, I did name it Beverly, like just because of that. Okay, very cool. But then I was like, oh, that kind of works for beverage. So it kind of like evolved into that. But I get Bev. I mean, when all you're the all the time. Yeah. So now I'm just serving, like, yep, they just I'm call Bev. People Bev. will call us and be like, is, <laughs> yeah. is Bev is there? Bev? I'm like, I'm like uh, yep. who's asking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might just legally change my name yeah, to Bev. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Your personal brand is yeah. Bev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Is there anything, last thing that I haven't mentioned that you would want? Well, your um, how would people get in, in touch with you? So businesses, it tends to be um, like the marketing director or an administrator who reaches out to you to contact you about uh, um, helping with an event of mm-hmm. theirs, um, mm-hmm. being part of the event. Um, how else, how would they get in touch with you? What's the best way to reach out to you and how do they find you online? Either any social media platform or um website or just email yeah okay. we're yeah. at bev the barbarian across the board um yeah i mean message us and now that we're, we're expanding we have two so you know we have a lot of availability to to help so and then okay. hashtag where is bev hashtag where is bev <laughs> that's great and so uh let me spell out your website we'll link it below but just in case someone's seeing this without, without the link it's bev is b-e-v the Barbarian, B A R B A R I A N. No, no parentheses or anything like that. Just bevthebarbarian.com. Yep. So, well, thank you for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thank you for watching the Bandwidth Marketing Podcast. If, uh, if you have any need for marketing, please reach out to us. And if you'd like to, if you're a business owner in the area and would like to be on the podcast, reach out to us about that as well. Have a great day. Bye.